Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the SharePoint Help Desk Podcast. I'm your host, Thurman Trotman. I appreciate you tuning in and all that. Um, this week, I'm going to just, like last week, I believe, I do so many of these, I'll be forgetting what I did here and there. <laughs> like last week, I'm going to just jump right into this episode. No story this time, you know what I mean? So, um, if you listen to my last episode, uh, not my last episode, I'm sorry, but the episode I did called SharePoint versus Teams, um, you probably are tuning into this episode like, wait, wait a minute, what's going on here? Because I remember on that episode, I said, yes, it's SharePoint versus Teams, but the decision you should make should be to use them in conjunction because Teams is going to have a lot of activity and, you know, especially with the chat, things are just going to keep on going and going and going that that's very useful, no doubt. But the reason why you need SharePoint is so that you can um, slow things down, basically. So you got all this good juiciness going all through that chat. You still want SharePoint as a website. You just need that to have your static situation there so that, you know, new employees come or existing employees don't have to go through searching for a bunch of stuff. They just go to that home page. Let's say, again, you're in the operations team and there's an operations chat, operations teams. Worst name, by the way, for this uh, application. Microsoft Teams, if you make a Microsoft team, um, then you have a whole bunch of activity, but current or existing, I mean, current or uh, new employees can go to a web page and just deal with that web page that has static information sitting there that you can use at any time. You don't have to like go combing through all of the activity going on in Teams. So, absolutely still stand by that, of course. Like, that's my recommendation. But I have to add something onto that that I should have mentioned before <clears throat> and let me tell you where that's coming from i personally have been using sharepoint for a billion years give or take a million right and while using it i've seen it trans <clears throat> pardon me i've seen it transition from one ui to the next ui uh user interface and to me it's been getting more and more user friendly over the years and now it's even more user-friendly than it's ever been. The issue there, though, is that it's more user-friendly for me because I've been using it for a billion years. If there's a customer who, for the first time, is jumping into SharePoint, there's a high possibility that this thing would be considered non-user-friendly to them. And that is not coming from me just guessing. That is me seeing this firsthand and hearing this firsthand from users so there's times when i try to turn over sharepoint to a user and say all right here's how you would do this this and this and watch them struggle there's times that i didn't see the struggle but i heard about it with uh statements like yo this joint is wild uh uh unuser friendly or this thing is not user friendly heard that repeatedly when I first heard it, I was pushing back because I'm like, well, in my head, obviously, I don't push back against my customers. But in my head, I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? This thing is like way better. Then I heard it some more and I was like, okay, wait a minute. Maybe I should slow down here and think about this. And now I'm in the, the camp of believing that 
it's user friendly to me because I've been there when it was trash. And I also have to think about other tools that I use where there is no comparison needed. You just use it and this thing is just easy. You know what I'm saying? There's no, you remove all the thinking that the user has to do in order to make the things work. So, where I'm coming from now is it's, it's not user-friendly. It, it, okay, I understand that for a lot of people it won't be user-friendly. Now, when I've handed this over to customers, there's definitely been some customers who are technical. They understand that a little bit more than the average user to the point where they got it. You know what I mean? They didn't. They, they got it more than the average user. And the reason why is because they are technical. For the non-technical person, in order for me to, to really believe that a tool can be used by a non-technical person, it has to be as easy as social media. And when I say social media, I really mean Facebook. I don't use Facebook much, but I know that there are older folks on Facebook, and I know this is a tool that even when it gets its updates, people still have to understand how it works. Make it easy for them to upload photos, share those photos, comment on uh, other um, people's stuff, all out of the type of thing. Even though there's a billion things you could do on share, uh, on uh, Facebook, an uh, end user, typical end user, a person out in the world will get on Facebook and know how to do certain things with, without a tutorial. They just know how to do it. Same thing with other platforms. Maybe not Twitter. But uh, probably Instagram. Um, so they have that down. If your tool, if the tool that I'm pushing, which is SharePoint, isn't as easy as that, I can't be naive and think, yo, the average user should find this user-friendly and then use it. It's just it's not the reality. And I'm, I'm okay admitting that. Which is where the new point comes from today. And it's not even that new. It's something that I should have talked about before because i knew this already um so here's what i'm saying still use sharepoint in conjunction with teams if you have access to somebody like me that's the new addition is if you are a technical person who's willing to you know get in there and do some configuration and build your website and all that other stuff and you know make things work and learn the web parts the standard or whatever whatever if you're that person by all means, um, do it. If you have access to somebody like me to, to be able to hook it up for you, use them. Get them to hook up your SharePoint stuff. If, however, you do not have access to that person, just use Teams. Forget about the whole static website thing. That would be a great addition, but you know what? If you, if you to save yourself the headache... Of trying to manage this thing, just use Teams. Number one reason is because it's more user-friendly. I've sat there and watched people use SharePoint for years. And then when Teams came along, I watched them use Teams. People understand Teams. It's just very simple. It's, you know, obviously it's a copy of Slack. That's where the idea came from, if you ask me. And now it's been upgraded. So... If you tell a user to go create, like, okay, back in the day, somebody would have been like, yo, can you create me a site where, you know, me and a bunch of people can work uh, and share documents, the sanitary, blah, 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 blah. 
and here are the permissions. You know, here's who needs to have access. Okay, no problem. I go do that for them. I turn it back over. There it is. Now, they can do that whole thing without me by going to Teams. Go to Teams, create a team, name your team, and start adding people that you want to be there. And now you can start using it immediately. You're chatting. It, the chat interface looks like social media. A bunch of people know how social media works, so that's not a problem. Then you have a tab called Files. What is this? A document library. Now you can share documents with your team members. Then, there's more. I'll get into that. But that's what I'm saying. You get exactly what you need without calling me, without having to be technical. They've made it so easy that now you could just go ahead and <clears throat> now you could just go out and go ahead and knock that out. It's beautiful. So, three reasons. I'm gonna give you three reasons why you should definitely use Teams. The first one I've already talked about. It's because it's more user friendly than SharePoint. You have the ability to do these things that I'm talking about without. Um, reaching out to some tech person, you could probably get these things done without even googling something. You don't need, you know, Google or YouTube or whatever. You don't need that, <laughs> saying to get your teams going. Just do it, and you will get the success you need. You have a location with your stuff, which you're able to chat and able to, you know, host your files. Number two, permissions. That was another situation on SharePoint. Permissions on SharePoint are, look, you got to get used to this thing. You got to know what you're doing when you're dealing with the SharePoint permissions. When you're dealing with Teams, it's super easy. You add a person and you make them an owner or a member. That's it. And the interface is wild easy. You go in there, you type it up, you, you search, add them. If it's a private team, send them a link. When they request, it says, you know, accept. And then you accept them in, and they're good to go. Teams is what they wanted SharePoint to be, but didn't realize you just have to be technical in order to be messing around with SharePoint. Teams is the user-friendly version of, team, uh, of SharePoint, and this includes permissions. So, like I said, you spin up your Teams, you got your, your, your chat area, you got your channels, you got all that going on. You choose whether or not it's public or private. That's a permission thing. And then you manage the permission in that permission area. And it's super easy. You add the person, you make them an owner or a member. That's it, Poppy. You can't, it's not that easy on SharePoint. Not for the end user, not for the average user. For the average user, Teams is going to make sense. i show you what's going on on SharePoint. One time, you're going to forget. If I show you again, you're still going to forget. If I show you four times, you're still going to forget. If you do it in Teams... You might forget the first time. You go back the second time, might need a little nudge. After that, you're good. And that's kind of a stretch because it's pretty easy to get in there and do your permissions. So that's number two. So far, number one is because Teams is more user-friendly. Number two is because of permissions also being very user-friendly, but I'm honing in on the permissions because I remember that used to be an issue for people. I don't want people to see this. I need to share it with this person, that person, blah, blah, blah. Just use Teams. Number three. Docs and other apps. The other thing that people used to always need to do, obviously, is share documents. Fine. You know what I'm saying? You got documents you need to share. Get them inside of the files library. Now, I've mentioned before, the, uh, the SharePoint library has more features than the Teams library. For whatever reason, I don't know. But I think that, you know, eventually Microsoft is going to have the Teams library catch up. 
that being said, it's still a library. You can still do a lot inside of that library. And all the files that you need everybody to have access to could sit right there in that library with no problem. It's beautiful. In addition to those documents, when you look up at that tab, next to the, I mean, you see the plus sign inside of Teams. That plus sign is your gateway to the rest of the entire world of applications. <laughs> and what I mean is you use that plus sign and you can add other apps to your Teams. And I'm talking about third-party apps. So um, here's an example, right? There's Planner. Microsoft has Planner. When I first saw Planner, I thought, okay, this is clearly a knockoff of Trello. So now, if I'm at this organization, what are you telling me? Like, now I have to sit here and use Planner, take all of my stuff out of Trello, and put it inside of Planner now? I don't want to do that. I love Trello. Guess what? You don't have to do that. Well, uh, unless you work for the government, and the government is probably going to block you from adding these apps. I'm really sorry. You, you, you get some, some apps. You get a little bit of apps there, but you, uh, you, your experience is going to be limited. So that sucks. But still, if you don't have access to a person who can manage SharePoint for you, just use Teams. Anyway, back to these apps. So I see Planner. Now, if I'm like, damn, they're trying to get me to use a Planner knockoff, I don't want to use that. I want to use Trello. I can hit the plus sign inside of my Teams. Add Trello, sign into Trello, and use Trello right there in the Teams. I don't got to go nowhere. I could be in the chat of, um, you, you know, I could be in the chat, of the, the, the posts area of Teams. I could have these files inside of the files area. And then the third area could be my Trello site. And I can add whoever I need to add to the Trello site. Obviously, adding people there is different, but the point is I can do it. So now I don't have to let go of my Trello board. I can add that in there. I can add third-party apps that are not made by Microsoft, and I can add applications that are made by Microsoft. So I can, add, I can throw in a Power BI in there, a Power BI um, uh, uh, report. Throw that in there, too. It, it, I cannot stress it enough. There's no way I'm going to tell you that SharePoint is not the move. Like SharePoint ain't dope and SharePoint can't serve a purpose, a, a strong purpose, a great purpose. Never going to tell you that. Until websites stop being a thing, I'm never going to tell you that. But I will tell you that if you're not sitting there trying to figure out how to manage SharePoint and do this and do that and learn the things that I be teaching or talk about, then you shouldn't do it. I'm not going to in my right mind, expect you to become good with this thing. That's what I thought at one point, because like I said, I'm thinking, yo, SharePoint is user-friendly now. This is what's up. But at the end of the day, it's not. You know what I'm saying? And that's not coming from me. If, if it was just based on me, I'd have been like, yeah, SharePoint is user-friendly. But to be quite honest, because of the feedback that I've been getting and what I've been seeing, it's not user-friendly, or else people would be able to use it very easily. But it's really my tech community, my tech folks you know, who got who always say that word, what, what they say, that, that saying, you know, I'm, I know enough to be dangerous. Well, those are the people that should get their hands on SharePoint because they want to learn. They find it cool. They like that stuff. It's, it's, it's all good. But average user, you know, your Facebook user, your social media user, just use Teams. Trust me on that. You can get a lot done, a ton accomplished with Teams. Now, using Teams, there's a bunch of nuances you need to know about. But scratch all that. Don't worry about that. 
The main thing you need to know is that you can spin up an area where you and some folks, publicly or privately, can get together, collaborate, share files, and add third-party applications. That's what you need to know. Okay, recap. Number one, use Teams because it's more user-friendly. Number two, I'm honing in on permissions. Use Teams because it's more user-friendly when it comes to managing permissions. And number three, Use Teams because you still get to manage it, collaborate on documents, and you get to add third-party applications into your Teams. It's a beautiful thing. Yo, all right. So, hope you got a lot out of that. You know what I mean? Um, re- yo, okay. I've never asked anybody to review this show. I probably should be doing that a little bit more often. <laughs> so, if it compels you, do not, under any circumstances... Go and review this show right now. Just relax. You understand what I'm saying? Wait until we're done here. And then go review it. You know what I'm saying? I'll remind you at the end. Don't pause what you're doing right now. Just wait till we, we finish this. <laughs> so, all right. Now, uh, I told you a couple weeks ago that I'm starting a new segment called LinkedIn Love. Uh, this week. I didn't do it last week because, like I said, nothing inspired me, which was kind of wild. Because, you know, I'm on LinkedIn every day, posting multiple times a day. Come holler at me. Um, and nobody inspired me to, to do something so crazy to be like, yo, I'm going to put it on LinkedIn love this week. Somebody did. Her name is Karen Snyder. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I went to her profile to see if she did that the audio joint with, you know what I'm saying? I could listen to her name, but, um, it's K I E R A N. I'm going to assume that's Karen, right? Last name Snyder. Um, She's the CEO of a company called Textio. I hope I'm saying that right. Maybe it's Textio. It's probably Textio, whatever. Um, The point is, what she posted online was uh, a a post about four things that managers often do that makes teams feel unsafe. This thing was perfectly broken down. She had like a bulleted list where she, she, let's say number one, was the the statement here's what the manager is saying here's what the manager here's how the here's what the manager thinks the people are hearing and here's what the uh team member is actually hearing it was so good it was written so well and it was so true you know what i mean i've never been a manager i i kind of dabbled in some management but you know not life for me never been a manager but obviously i've been under people before multiple people and Everything she said was just perfect because now, while I've never been a manager in a professional setting, I have said these things in personal settings. You know what I mean? Like, this is the way I I just don't get how people don't see, for instance, um, I think one of them was like a, a manager complaining to another manager about their current team. So manager A complains to manager B about manager A's team. How in the world do you not know that's a problem? You can't do that. Now, she she does a better job of breaking it down than I do (laughs) of why that's a problem. So uh, I'm going to link to this post inside of my um, show notes. I want you to go peep that because it's just good. I, I don't know no other way to describe it. And it was so good that it inspired me to... Put it on LinkedIn Love. Um, You know what? If you're using LinkedIn, 
I have to imagine you on LinkedIn if you're listening to the show. Uh, if you are, tag me in something that you think is good for LinkedIn love. Tag me on that. If it's inspirational, not only will I read it and, you know, obviously shout you out. But, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'll shout that person out. I'll shout out the LinkedIn love post, of course. But I'll also shout you out. Um Cause that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? That's what I. That's what I enjoy to do. I like to highlight other people. Uh, so, to finish up here, I want you to go to LinkedIn. I've mentioned LinkedIn a million times already. Highlight me on LinkedIn. T H E R M A N T R O T M A N Thurman Trotman. I'm probably the only Thurman on LinkedIn. I bet I am. That spells his name with an E. I bet you I am. I've not looked that up, but I, I'm going to bank that I am. Um, also, you know, don't forget to join my email course. It's a five-day email course about um, automating your training request. If you don't want to join that course where you pretty much you know it's DIY, I'm thinking I should hold a webinar where I do that live, and you you know you just watch me do it. You learn about SharePoint and what it could do for you. Blah blah blah. Um, I'm really trying to figure that out, man. Like. How, what what how best to serve you and i really do believe that it should be in the capacity of me being there with you whether that's a one-on-one and you know you hire me to do some consulting whether that's a group setting like a webinar uh one hour on a on a friday thursday whatever maybe even saturday and i go through you know sharepoint versus excel here's what you need to know and use this going forward or a class that maybe is like three days, three hours for three days, and over those, what is that, nine hours, three, yeah, three, 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 that's nine hours. Maybe I'm there teaching you each of those three hours, and you're interacting, asking questions, doing all types of things. Maybe that's where I need to be. Because I know that people need that interaction you know what i'm saying and if that gets to be too big then you know maybe i'll think about doing something different but something in that capacity a class a webinar a one-on-one whatever we're gonna get there i'm gonna help you out thank you so much for tuning in this is the sharepoint help desk podcast where i speak more about strategy than i do about tech because this is usually less about the tool and more about the people i will holler at you next week thank you so much for tuning in